my dad was notorious for being terrible at like chewing with his mouth open at the dinner table every time we went down to eat. And I'd sit there and try to eat as fast as I can and do that whole, may I be excused? And they'd be like, no, we're spending family time together. You're close your f***ing mouth, man. Yeah. <laughs> That part about your dad is going on the cast. Yay. There it is. That voice that you heard starting off the podcast this week, the full 90 extra time. Haven't changed a name, even though the segment's gone. That uh, that full thing. That's the voice of Brandon from the internet. He works down the hall. He's a regular contributor here at 107.7 The End, and he used to work for the Seattle Sounders FC. Welcome. And it's a good thing that my dad doesn't listen or read the internet or understand podcasts or understand podcasts because he would not like me calling him out for chewing too loud <laughs> would he seriously be best uh, i don't know see i don't think i've ever brought it up to him to say hey dad this is a thing that bothers me because maybe you know, we should cut that out at the beginning then so that way like mom doesn't go back and be like hey guess what jerk face <laughs> i heard something about you from your kid no everybody agrees that that's his, that's his biggest flaw <laughs> did anyone ever consider maybe talking to him about it and being like hey bro you gotta you gotta stop that nope eat quick get out of the table and go <sighs> all right that's um thank you for bringing your lovely mustache your eyes are incredible right now it's the mustache brings out my eyes and the gray shirt with the blue or the light coming in from the blue sky day that we have here in seattle not a bad combo there brandon what i'm trying to get to here is that uh brandon is filling in for the uh for ross fletcher there's some similarities amongst the two of you handsome uh, both used to work at uh the seattle sounders fc organization ah yes some differences uh you're not bbc trained uh, nor are you a soccer commentator. No, neither of those are true, and nor will they ever be true. Yeah, I don't. I I'd love it if you got BBC trained. I want to do it myself. I was like looking into it, but I think you got to be a British citizen. It would make me a thousand times better at being on podcasts. I yeah. Would say oh that. my god, it, thousand and five. Yeah. Don't sell yourself short. Yeah. Or, oh, I miss Ross. Or though. oversell. Yeah. I miss Ross too, and I only haven't seen him in two weeks, so. I assume right now he's like fighting mosquitoes with his bare hands and maybe some chopsticks to make sure he doesn't get Zika. Oh, what do we call it? Last time I was here, I remember us talking specifically about Kung Fury, and so now I'm just putting him into a Kung Fury against a gigantic, like, robotic mosquito carrying Zika and him just like karate chopping it. Would you call yourself a true survivor? They're making a sequel. It's about damn time. The Hoff. It's the one thing I always forget that happens in that is the Hoff. Making his Never forget the Hoff. Dominoes falling. Right in the streets. Maybe this time there's no retreat. There's no I love that. Nailed it. You know, Kung Fury, he takes a piece of a, of a torn shirt and ties it into a headband. Yeah. I've done the same with a King Felix jersey. It's my, wow. official, uh, it's my official karate headband. Oh, wait, hold on. Are you out of time? Why do we even need a podcast when we have this? I Everyone mean, should just stop watching soccer and just watch Kung Fury. We need a living passion to believe in Burning hearts and a brand new feeling Action! 
All right. I can't. I, I got to stop it. He could be the next head coach of the Seattle Sounders. We're back! <laughs> Crawling from the ashes. The Phoenix rise again. Fighting for life, for good, for all. Continuing that German pedigree of Sounders FC coaches. Going to if we're gonna make it like a true survivor, we need some passion. There's of course a dinosaur in this scene. We need a living passion to believe in machine gun. Some sort of Thor guy. So many Nazis. Like the most possible Nazis. Now imagine someone who hasn't seen this, like Ross. And we're just like describing what's happening without any context. It's a kung fu movie. And it's incredible. This is the trailer for it. True Survivor. That guy has your mustache. The guy that does the computer stuff. That sends him back in time. He's got My your same mustache. My inspiration has been undercover. Mustache. You know, I'm really shooting between a combination of tech guy from Kung Fury yeah. and Chris Orlowski. So you set you set your uh, sights uh, lofty places there, guy. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna say this now uh, for Halloween this year. If you don't go as computer programmer from Kung Fury, opportunity missed. I need a power glove stat. We'll find you a power glove. We'll get you a big mullet wig like that. You gotta have the specific one though, where it's really long and back, like it's uh, and then like. Let's see October. We got. We're in almost August. Yeah, you September, can do it, Brandon. Three months. That's plenty of time to grow your hair that long. My girlfriend's a hairdresser. She'll never let that happen. She'll never let it happen. But if I tell her why, yeah, and not, you know, she's never seen Kung Fury, but I what? show I show her one scene of a guy surfing through time with a power glove. Yeah, I think that's all it takes. And the Hoff. And the Hoff. Come on, get out of here. Can't deny the Hoff. So um, we're starting on a really good note. Kung Fury starting anything is my everything. So I'm really happy about that. So Brandon, um, thanks for filling in for Ross. He is in Brazil because he works for the Olympics. I don't know if that's true or not, but he's there covering the Olympics. Oh God, what do we call it? Should I find it? It was really important. We're we're trying to come up with names for what to call the Olympics because you're not supposed to talk about it because it's trademarked and everything. Um, I believe that we call, oh boy, I have it written down here. It's the Zika World Summer Playoffs. <laughs> death match. It's a death match for sure. So Ross is off covering the Zika World Summer Playoffs right. while we're back here talking about huge news from the Seattle Sounders organization. Now, it was only a matter of time because we're out of time. We're running in and out of time. Action. The, the countdown clock. Yeah. Something strikes tonight. Go, we need to go. Ziggy needs to go and take action. This is a stretch. Um, the Seattle Sounders FC and Coach Ziggy Schmidt said, like, peace. But mutually said peace. Uh, to me, that is the, here's your reg- resignation. You sign it, and we'll give you all of these things that we said we would. So that way you still get paid or whatever for whatever you're owed. Weekend at Bernie style where Garth is holding his hand, writing the contract signature for him. That is a deep pull. The fact that you are a millennial and no weekend at Bernie's is... If you've ever seen somebody Bernie, do the Bernie. Oh, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. Then people got to look it up. Oh, okay. I right. mean, you're you're resourceful. You're one of the generation that right. finds the answers on the internet. That's what Google's for. It does a great job of it, too. So Sorry, if you haven't watched, 
Uh, what's that? Bing. Oh, we're yeah, talking Bing. about <laughs> we're we're talking about FC. the Sounders. <laughs> we're talking about the number one search engine for Seattle Sounders FC, Bing.com. Um, Ziggy's out, dude. Yeah. Um, I, I'll say I didn't see it coming now. Yeah. I thought, you know, his contract, I think, is up at the end of the year anyway. I thought maybe they honor him. They let him finish out the year. Yeah, I you mean, don't... we're already in the dump anyway. Let him finish it out. Go out mutually. Do the Sounders make the playoffs this year? I, I mean, no. So Manly and I were talking about. See, Manly and I are going for the job. Yeah. Uh, Manly does afternoons on the end of head coach, yeah. co head coach. Okay. Now it's not going to be co and assistant. We're both. Or it's not going to be head and assistant coach. It's going to be co head coaches, Gregor and Manly. Hail Hydra. Hail Hydra. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you. And um, we were just talking about how like the the season's already in the crapper. So. Why don't we just try cool stuff? Like one day a week, we would have um, bicycle kick practice where oh. all all of training is just like how to do a bicycle kick. Because if you could have like two or three in one play, highlight real. We live in an age where you got to get viral views of your videos on the internet. Did you watch that S two game last year where there was a dual bicycle kick attempt uh, that almost went in? Not only did I watch it, you were you commentating that game? I think so. Yes. Damn, son. I don't remember. Yes. That, though. Yeah, because it was Alex Anderson and, or somebody. It was way out wide yeah. on the right. And it was kicked in and then, a, and and then, then Pablo, again. Yeah, Pablo tried it. And I think Sergio Rossi, was there. Yeah, yeah. He was like, well, he was double foot kicking someone in the nuts. Yeah, at the same time. Yeah, like, okay. there's always the, the idea that that's going to happen at some point. Okay, I mean. so, yeah, if we take over bicycle yeah. kick practice, I don't know. I mean, Schmetzer's going to do a good job. Right. Okay, so we're, here we're facing um, Ziggy Schmidt being dismissed mid-season. Yeah. Do you think that's the Sounders' call as a reaction to the fans? Do you think Ziggy was like, all right, I'm done here? I don't think Ziggy would ever uh, come up and, and and quit unexpectedly like that. Why do you say that? Due to any pressure. I mean, the way that I've always viewed him as a coach and, and from the little that I got to know him when I was actually at the Sounders, he seems like a guy whose heart is is in the game, he's going to fight it out, you know, if you're down 4-0 in a game or if you're at the bottom of the conference yeah. uh, in the middle of the season, he's the kind of guy that seems like he's going to say, that's fine, we can get out of this because we've got, he's the kind of adjust your attitude, you can control your own destiny, get out there and do it. Yeah, he never shows that. Like when you see him on the on the field no. and stuff like that, it's never that, but you watch that, um, what was that, what's that, f- who does the films? Um they made like a documentary about the Sounders. Oh, uh, Copa Levy films. Oh, yeah, Levy. Yeah. Levy films. They like went into the locker room and like he came in there and like lit those lit dudes up. Yeah. up. And it was like, oh, wh- where's that guy? Yeah. Like, wh- does that happen every week or whatever? Uh, I read rumors that the he lost the locker room. Yeah. That there's and once you do that, you, there's no overcoming that, right? Yeah, and and I don't know like where that comes from. If he's if people are saying he lost the locker room or this there's this perceived feud between him and and Clint like Clint doesn't like the direction that that Ziggy's putting on him or if Clint's just unhappy like nobody quite knows what's going on his rap career hasn't taken off like he thought it would in Seattle Ziggy isn't the best that's where Macklemore's from I I bet you that's where we can yeah Ziggy's not hanging up in a flyers he's not standing on the corner handing out the CDs that you think are free and then as soon as you grab it he's like hey bud that's 10 bucks and then you try to hand it back he's like no you've already taken it no come on Ziggy get out there and promote man you gotta keep Clint happy yeah Exactly. But, I mean, for what it's worth, I saw, I don't know if it was Brad or somebody put out a tweet or a comment or something to the people today said, like, no, there's nothing wrong with the locker room. Like, that's all off base. We don't know where that's coming from. 
but you got to say that, right? You got to say that to save your own face as the team captain. You got to say that to save yeah. the face of the team. And, Especially and, after that guy kind of was a little too public with his feelings about how the team was playing a few weeks ago. Yeah. At the time, calling out, like, if, you do, if you're not here to win, like... Brad, shut up! Yeah. Someone needs to be like, shut up, Brad! Shut up! You're gonna be, you're gonna be embarrassed by this later. Someone's gonna yell at you. And that's Zach Scott sitting there, who doesn't often tweet. And then he goes on a six-tweet rampage about, hey, we're not doing well. We understand that. Kind of, he's the yin to Brad's yang. Yeah, he is. Which I don't even know if that's how that works, but <laughs> it is now. It is now. <laughs> you just said yang yeah. on recording for yeah. the internet. Yeah, that's crazy, man. I don't. You do karate. You probably know it. We're going to leave karate out of this, even though it is one of the qualifications for me being co-head coach. I can kick. I'm practicing kicking. Slip and slide tackle practice. (sighs) Hello. (laughs) We're going to have an ice cream party. Man, the team's going to... You know who's not going to have locker room problems? John Manley and Gregor. That? Co-head coaches. Yeah. I can see that. It's going to be all fun. Kegger. Like, (laughs) (laughs) welcome to the Tuesday Kegger, uh, boys. You gotta have. Um, is there anyone that's under twenty one on the Sounders first team? Uh, Olex is twenty, I think. <laughs> Sorry, Olex, you're not parting with us. Enjoy yeah. your ginger ale, loser. And uh, I'm he, just kidding. I love you. You're not a loser. He's such a nice person, and he's so fun. And yeah. uh, if you holler at him when he's running around on the field, he loves it. He like lights up and he's like, "Hey, that's me." You're talking about like, yeah, he's he's a real fun guy. Yeah, I want to see him do big things, but it well, seems like it's getting pretty crowded. You have there. like special, like kind of a special place for him though. You So before Brandon came here to work at the end, you were working with the Sounders, but specifically you handled a lot of the stuff for S2. What'd you do? Yeah, I was basically covering the team day to day from a digital media standpoint, writing. You, yeah, writing website. reports and stuff. Yeah, and, and um, just kind of, you know, doing your general beat reporting, talking about who's coming in, who's going out, what is the coach saying about the team and what's coming up, kind of doing some scouting. Being envious of their three-hour work days that they had? Yeah, going down to training every day, sitting there in the sun in my suit, watching a bunch of guys run around, kicking soccer balls, making and fun flicking of each other in the nuts. Yes, exactly. I did get... I did watch uh, Brad... Not on S2. I did watch Brad sack tap at least five people over the course of the year while I was there. <laughs> is that something that people think is funny, or do they does it grow tired at some point? I, you know, I think as long as he thinks it's funny, he's gonna keep doing it. <laughs> Captain's rules. Yeah, yeah. I never see. I never saw him attempted on anybody um, outside of either the team, the technical staff, or the PR staff. But the one time, I, I always just wanted to see him try it on Adrian, <laughs> walking out of the walking out of training, just leaving one in there. Swack. Yeah. <laughs> if oh my god, Brad, if you're listening, I know you're a big listener of this pod. Make sure you sack tap Adrian sometime when you get a chance, dude. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, anyway, but S2, covering those guys, hanging out with those guys every day, going on a couple trips with the team. That was super fun. So I was like, obviously really stoked when I saw uh, Andy Craven get the call up. What happened uh, to that guy? Yeah, I mean, he got injured in training. Someone caught him in a Pokemon ball. Yeah, exactly, which is crazy because he's fast. He's usually one you like catch and then he, he Red bursts circle. out and then uh, yeah. yeah, you know. I that, bet it was probably Manly. It was, uh, probably. it was Cool Keith. That's probably who did it. Cool Keith, stop picking on the Sounders. Yeah. But so to see him and then to see Olex get signed up and then to see Tyler Miller have a big day at, at against RSL in that Open Cup, it's, yeah, it's super cool to see Yeah, backup goalkeeper, that's, uh, yeah. that's cool that he's uh, 
been given a few chances to have some performances this year. Yeah. I mean, you're never going to beat out Stefan Fry as long as he's in good mental shape, which yeah. he has been for two years now, right. which is crazy. Well, it's too bad, man, because the Sounders organization has been one where Ziggy has brought a lot to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was tough to watch all the Ziggy out people saying that. Were you? Where did you find yourself in that whole battle? Were you down to let him keep going, or did he? Did the change need to be made? I see... I see now. I see dead people. <laughs> well, not quite dead. Yeah. Um, I, <laughs> I see, see dead jobs. I see now where where change was needed to be made, and and I I've thought that for a while, but I didn't ever want to be fully on the Ziggy out train because I don't believe uh, in very many circumstances. I mean, I've you know I've grew up a Mariners fan, and I've seen after Lou Pinella, you know, however many coaches at this point, it's like ten different head coaches. Yeah. Um, cycle through, and it does nothing for. A, you want to build some sort of like identity for the team, and you can't really do like that. Culture Cycling and... people in and out, left yeah. and right. So I loved seeing Ziggy there for as long as he was. I would have liked to see him finish out the season, but at the same time, I totally, totally understand you know getting him out at this point. How long until he's LAFC head coach? Dude, I mean... People would be stupid not to have him. Right. You bring home five pieces of silverware in seven years, that's yeah. not... Seven years? Yeah. Yeah. That's not... Eight. So, eight, eight years? Is this the ninth year, or...? This is 2009 was the first MLS year, so it was four open cups and um, almost eight years. This is the eighth year. Supporter Shield, yeah. Yeah. That's um. I mean, do you think do you see him going somewhere else immediately? The the rumor is LAFC. I don't know. I don't know if immediately, but I can totally see an LA. I mean, the guy's from Southern California. I see him going back to uh, to coach there. You know, they're gonna they're gonna obviously be bringing in some big names. They're playing hopefully. Hopefully for the league, they're going to be playing in downtown LA. You have a crosstown rivalry with him and Bruce, which has already been you know decades long between those two. Bruce Arena, head coach at LA yeah, Galaxy. Sure. Um, so I think it's a no-brainer. If he, I, the only thing that I would see being an obstacle to that is if he retires, which I can see too because over the last couple of years he's had. Yeah, his health is however in, is many good? health yeah situations but i mean he says he's still kicking i mean he was on the sidelines with a broken leg i don't think anything's going to stop him from doing what he loves and if he does that in lafc i just have this feeling which is true of every player that i think that ever leaves a mariners team or a sounders team or save for a rod save for a rod they come back and they play us and then they just kick our ass uh and you oh know, no, no, then okay go for a rod actually he yeah. kicks our ass it did kicked our ass a bunch or still does i guess yeah probably. yeah no but i, I was thinking he would get the heroes welcome back everyone mm-hmm. always seems to be stoked when people return like that but yeah, yeah i'm sure he'll take a team to beat up on us knowing yeah. our inner workings and i and you know i totally think that he still gets that the the red carpet or the rave green carpet rolled out for him on his way back sure. but um i can see him i can see that coming back bit of a chip on he is the shoulder one of the, the second winningest coach in mls history it was just amazing yeah that's and, nuts that we had that and now it's uh uh, good that we have Schmetzer because he same he's been working in that system all year or whatever, and so give the guy a chance. Do you think they'll uh, you think they'll keep Schmetzer or go somewhere else? You know, from what I've read so far, and uh, it, it seems like it seems like the the next fourteen games, whatever it is, fourteen games, I think for the rest of the season, that this is a tryout for him. But I don't think that that means they're going to sit back and go like, oh, let's see how this goes. I think they're looking elsewhere. I've I've seen took him long enough to sign a new player. Yeah, no kidding, right? Two in what three days or something like that. But still, I mean, it took for freaking ever to just get there. I've been yeah. hearing talks about them searching for people for yeah fourteen years now. And yeah. 
Well, you get your number one guy in Lodero or Lodero, however you say his name, and you get his best buddy and former sounder. Uh, are they pals? They, yeah, they are Okay, buddies. so well, this is the next topic that I get yeah. to talk about. Right after we see Ziggy out, which is too bad, it's like it's it's easy to be on the Ziggy out bandwagon for people, but then you realize that the guy's done a lot and he's gone. Mm-hmm. Then to immediately make a point, I wonder if they were waiting even, if they would have done it last week, uh, but they were waiting to do to get the publicity just right. right in order. Ziggy out, and then just, I guess today it became officially confirmed, yesterday maybe, that Nicholas Lodero, yeah. I, I probably messed that up too, uh, the Uruguayan player known as Poseidon. Mm-hmm. He's, is that uh, what he's known as? That's what they're trying to get him known, or that's what they're. I saw I'm Aquaman Ladero. I keep seeing Poseidon yeah. in place of his name on places on the internet, and so I'm okay. like, don't give him a nickname before he's kicked a ball right. here yet. Right. Uruguay <sighs> surrounded by water. Uh, I think it's actually underwater. <laughs> I think he's Uruguay's actually Atlantis. That's right. He's that's Gungan, right. actually. Yeah. He's a <laughs> Misa. Want to play soccer? <laughs> Misa, call it soccer now. <laughs> Um, yeah, so they signed Nicholas Ladero um, as a DP, and in, in the he'll wear the number ten jersey, yeah. and they're just—it's a great time to introduce someone new. I don't know anything about the guy really, except for I've seen his name a million times, and people have been waiting for this to happen and speculating what day it would happen. But finally, he showed up in Seattle at the airport. Garth picks him up. Yeah. Uh, you, what, what's your take? I mean, playing for comes to us in you know at twenty-seven year old, twenty-seven years old, playing for one of the most successful teams in. Uh, all of the Americas at Boca Juniors. Um, he comes here. He wants. I think there was something about like the security of his family while living in Uruguay, you know, um, and just living in South America. He wanted somewhere safe. He wanted somewhere. And I'm not commenting on the safety of South America because I have no experience there. Brandon but, hates Latin America. Got it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going the, the Joe Roth route to be to be fair. Um, so he comes. He comes up here, and he he wants his family up here. Um, he hears great things from Alvaro Fernandez, Flacco. Yeah, Flacco. Um, and and you know basically convinces him to come up here. I don't know if you've seen Fernandez's uh, Twitter profile, but he's changed his profile picture and his background. This was a couple days ago. Changed that all to old pictures of him in Sounders gear. Oh, cool. And then today he's at training um, with his. Uh, jersey being unveiled to the press down at training. So that's awesome. So I think jumping you, right in. Yeah, I think you bring him on as a as a, a moral support to um, to uh, Lodero, you know, and and basically say, hey, we want you to be comfortable here. We're going to bring in one of your buddies as well. Uh, he's, I think, he's only on a year contract, um, similar to the, how we have uh, Hercules Gomez. Um, just keep him here and, and see what he can do. And if he does well, then you know this is your trial period. Hey, if you're Schmetzer and you just got this new um, this new attacking midfielder in Ladero, are you going to keep going with a four three three? Because that's what you guys have been doing all year. That's uh, four defenders, three midfielders, three forwards for the pretty lorries of the world that are listening. Um, and are you going to go four three three still? Or are you going to try and mix it up and just try and do something to change the approach for the team? I've seen some interesting mock lineups via the internet yes some of the experts at the internet have right. submitted that right speaking of i think i left the internet on in my office it's i should just, go check on that it's just running in your office <laughs> do you know how expensive that is um i've seen some interesting lineups i th- i mean he seems to want to go right in right away everybody wants him to go in right but, away we don't really have but come on what do you think do you think they'll do you think they'll would you if you were to me co co head coach with manly and i are you running the four three three still if uh, I don't want to talk about what I would do if I was in charge, I'm pl- I'm playing a zero zero 
five six. Did you ever hear about my idea for uh, this? Is, my idea was always that if you need to win a game for sure, if you go in with a goal advantage and you don't want to give an away an away goal, you do the ten. Yeah, <laughs> one ten the or one. ten one, I guess. Yeah. Or I guess it's nine one. So you build a literal wall of humans <laughs> across the goal. Yeah, I think that's fair. And then one guy to like play keeper, one yeah. guy to, to do something to kick the ball out from yeah. there. I think it's a smart move. I think the four three three was built around Oba, Clint, and Jordan Morris. Try to get all of the talent that you have. Oba, Clint, the and then another guy because right. Morris you'd play some of the time. I think if right. you were, uh, it, my understanding was like he wasn't supposed to be just the go to starter. Yeah, <laughs> He's exactly. supposed to learn this year and the next year be awesome. Yeah, and you know I. Obviously, Ziggy stuck with that throughout the year, even after we didn't have Oba. You train on it, which I get. You train on it all offseason. You say, that's what we're going to do uh, because this is what we've been working on. But come on, all of these guys grew up playing 4-4-2. Yeah. Like, they're, they're going to slip right back into it even if you're trying to play 4-3-3. Just, just make that the formal, don't tell people to be playing out of where they're used to play. You know, like, I don't know. It seems silly to continue with it. It'll be interesting to see on Sunday, LA Galaxy. I almost yes. said LAFC. LA Galaxy coming back. I can't wait to hear Bruce Arena's comments when they get to town, um, which they might already be. When they get to town, I can't wait to hear what he says because his rival yeah. is Ziggy Schmidt. When he comes here, he looks forward to playing that guy, and now he's not here, and I imagine that's got to be kind of sad. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it's your typical, you know, if Lex Luthor kills... Superman, yeah, he's got nobody to fight anymore. He's pointless, right? Keith Ledger's Joker said, "I'm like a dog chasing cars. Yeah. I wouldn't want to know what to do if I caught one." <laughs> and now he's like, doesn't know. I can only imagine it's going to be less fun not having that adversary here. Here he is, finally yeah. the king, and well, that's no fun. Yeah, it's. Um, I mean, Schmetz, I think will will play the good role of of. Uh, I don't, I don't know if you want to say like pot stir, shit stir. You know he's going to be there, um, telling people, basically telling the media what they want to hear of the you know we don't care what they think they're, they're yeah, a bad yeah. team blah blah blah. Um, but yeah, there's something to be said about that Bruce Ziggy rivalry uh, just between the two guys. MLS did that huge freaking series oh, on them last so year. So good, or, yeah. not even last year, just a few weeks ago. Yeah, July 9th game. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's hard to say, but. I mean, there's so many guys on that team to hate, regardless of that uh, Bruce Ziggy relationship. It is fun to watch Robbie Keane play, man. He is out there yelling his face off at his players. That is a captain that's out there um, bringing his experience and not just cashing in. He's he is, not in America to cash in. He is here to win. And he is insufferable. I will say this. He is the <laughs> best. He is probably the best DP signing that this league has ever made. Everyone wanted Dempsey to be that role, but it right. hasn't panned out. No, and... I think that Keen is one of the most fun people to watch play the game uh, because he works his ass off even though he's, what, like 75 years old, yeah, roughly? Yeah. He's collecting uh, Social Security even though right. he's not an American citizen. Right. Yeah, it's crazy, man. He's fun to watch. And then last time, like, Dos Santos didn't show up very well. He was, like, subbed out halfway through. Like, it was yeah. like, there's some guys that are really excellent players. Zardes has, you know, suspect touch. Mm. Uh <laughs> Steven Gerrard from the Liverpool legend, who got to see his old pals. Or are they flying down there now? Or was it last week? They played. They played. It was like Liverpool Chelsea last night. Yeah. And Gerrard was there talking to uh, the team, and and I think Liverpool lost, and everybody's like Gerrard. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's great to see. I don't know what mix of guys they're bringing up here for Sunday. I haven't read the reports yet. Mm-hmm. But it's great to see those huge English stars here. 
Stevie G was a step. Stevie G was a step <laughs> behind in England two seasons ago. Last season, I, we saw him a few weeks ago, and he's out here and he's running the show with yeah. uh, with Robbie Keane. The two of them looking like they're still better than everyone on the field, which is nuts. So. It is nuts. I don't know what to expect, man. Do you think that the cha- the change in leadership cutting off the head, do you think that's enough to get a win or at least some points on Sunday? I think it's a statement game. Uh, a lot of those guys are going to go out there, and, and even though Ziggy's not there anymore, they're playing to prove a point still that says, like, we're a good team regardless of, of what happens yeah. here. I are, think, are they, though? Uh, <laughs> that's a good question. I th- The pieces are there. Like, I read something today. Uh, Matt Doyle from MLS said, like, this isn't a last-place talent team. Yeah, It's just a team of good players playing poorly. Um, so who knows why that is. This isn't the Chicago Fire. Come on. Yeah, exactly. Um, so we'll see. I think I think they go out there. I think they play well, and I think, um, I think they pull a result. I don't know if that result's a win, but I think they, they get a result. Um, it just takes some time to get those those new pieces plugged in. Um, but it's it's not like this team's unfamiliar with Schmetzer. He's been there forever. Sure. You know, uh, they've all been taught by him forever. They They're not impressing the new guy. Yeah, they all have. Yeah, Fusito. Um, What's Fusito's nickname? Uh, I, I'm pretty sure he went by Meat. <laughs> hey, Meat. Good hustle. <laughs> yeah, I know that uh, they've all they've all got some pretty good uh, Charlie Lyon has a has a good nickname that I don't Oh, number 33. Yeah, I can't. Well, it, besides the point. These guys all know Schmetzer. Schmetzer knows them. They're going to play a good game. Um I'm just interested to see if those if those new pieces Ladero and and maybe Fernandez Do you think we'll see in. him play? I think Ladero uh wants to play right away and I yeah. think based on what Garth said, Garth said he's we're trying to get him in this weekend. Uh, At least bring him off the bench or something yeah. to do something. That's yeah, crazy. but some—I mean, I don't even know. Like, does he slot in and, and combine with Dempsey because Dempsey just doesn't have that person when he's doing his clever little back heels that go nowhere and everybody gets pissed at him and no, you got nobody making a run, nobody doing anything. So, who knows if somebody starts to to actual actually work with that? Oh, man, you know, there's only one thing that we can do to uh, to get us in the mood to play action. Nailed it, by the way. Chewed that up perfectly. Dude, we gotta go watch Kung Fury. Yeah, right now. 